You can do it! Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we take a look into our minds with reminiscence. When the waters began to rise and war broke out, there wasn't a lot to look forward to. So people began looking back. Nothing is more addictive than the past. No, 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 put me back. Put me back. Where is she? How close can you get before the illusion's broken? You're going on a journey. All you have to do is follow my voice. Nick Bannister, a private investigator of the mind, navigates the alluring world of the past when his life is changed by a new client, May. A simple case becomes an obsession after she disappears and he fights to learn the truth about her. Written and directed by Lisa Joy, Reminiscence stars Hugh Jackman as Nick Bannister, Rebecca Ferguson as May, Thandway Newton as Emily Watts Sanders, and features Cliff Curtis, Marina de Tavira, and Daniel Wu. There are times when you watch a movie and you can see every piece of inspiration, and there are times where that movie fails to live up to any of it. Reminiscence is part Chinatown, part Inception, part Blade Runner, with a little memento sprinkled on top. And if that sounds something that you might be into, just be warned that it is a subpar version of each of those aspects. Look, I like Hugh Jackman, and Lisa Joy was a producer on the amazing show Westworld, so I want to like this movie. But with awkward and poor dialogue, there's not much to really enjoy. So for 116 minutes, there's just not enough to really go along with for the ride. In fact, it feels more like you're being dragged than anything. It was slow to start and never really got any momentum to make this movie noteworthy. I give Reminiscence a C-. minus. Now the barbershops are open and they can take care of you again, so it's time to look your best. Hit up Nick at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road and book today by visiting boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's kick it off with some casting. Wes Anderson is hot in his casting for his next movie, which is described as an all-star studded cast. As of right now, it's been reported that Brian Cranston, Hope Davis, Jeffrey Wright, and Lee Schreiber have all joined the project, which already includes the likes of Adrian Brody, Bill Murray, Jason Schwartzman, Tilda Swinton, Margot Robbie, Rupert Friend, Scarlett Johansson, and America's dad, Tom Hanks. The project, which is being written and directed by Wes Anderson, is currently shooting in Spain and expected to wrap production next month. In upcoming projects, Sylvester Stallone took to Instagram to announce that he is officially beginning production on some Expendables spin-offs. The first project will be called Christmas Story, which might sound like a weird title for an Expendables spin-off, but it definitely alludes to Jason Statham's character Lee Christmas, who appeared in all three of the Expendables films so far. Both Sylvester Stallone and Randy Couture alluded to the fact that a fourth installment of the Expendables would be shooting this fall, so it is possible that this film that is being filmed that is titled Christmas Story is just simply Expendables 4. Either way, we will get some macho action very, very soon. Universal Pictures announced that the next setting for Fast and Furious 10 will release on April 7th of 2023. To date, the entire Fast franchise has grossed over $6 billion worldwide, and Fast 10 is set to conclude the main story that will be split into two films. In the land of Marvel, it is official. Anthony Mackie has signed on to star in Captain America 4. That's the Black Falcon there! I tell you. Now, that's Captain America. 
Much like the early production on most Marvel productions, plot details are unknown at this point, but it is likely we will see the ending of the Chris Evans-led trilogy and open up with the continuation of what took place in the 2021 Disney Plus series. No director is currently signed on for the project, but we do know that this Falcon and Winter Soldier showrunner Malcolm Spellman will be writing the script. It is also unconfirmed at this point whether we will see the return of Sebastian Stan as Bucky Barnes or Wyatt Russell's John Walker. I will keep you posted, as it is a Marvel project, and of course, everybody loves those. I guess everybody but previous star Scarlett Johansson. Johansson, who is currently embroiled in a lawsuit against Disney regarding the release of her Black Widow movie, has recently called Disney misogynistic. Thought you and Tony were still gazing into each other's eyes. Johansson's primary lawyer, John Berlinski, said, quote, After initially responding to this litigation with a misogynistic attack against Scarlett Johansson, Disney is now predictably trying to hide its misconduct in a confidential arbitration. Why is Disney so afraid of litigating this case in public? End quote. Hey, fellas. Either one of you know where the Smithsonian is? I'm here to pick up a fossil. As of August 15th of 2021, Black Widow has grossed more than $367 million in worldwide box office receipts and more than $125 million in streaming and download retail receipts. A clause in Johansson's contract stated that if the movie made a certain amount of money, that she would be entitled to additional compensation. As of right now, it looks like this may go to a hearing on October 15th, but if they settle earlier, I will keep you posted. Going back a ways, you may recall where I announced that Dominique Thorne would be playing Riri Williams in the upcoming movie Ironheart, which is the replacement for Iron Man. Well, it's confirmed that we will meet Riri Williams earlier than that project, as she is currently involved in the shooting of Wakanda Forever. Riri Williams is a 15-year-old MIT student who managed to reverse engineer Iron Man's armor to create her own and caught the attention of Tony Stark himself. Janaka Hodge will serve as the head writer on the six-episode Ironheart series that will appear on Disney Plus at some point in 2022. And finally, we end on the news that actor Sonny Chiba has passed away at the age of 82. The Japanese actor died of COVID complications, with the news being confirmed by Japan's Oricon News. Chiba was born in January 22, 1939 in Fukuoka, Japan, and began learning martial arts at the Nippon Sports Science University in 1957. He would go on to star in more than 125 projects, including projects like Kill Bill Volume 1 and Volume 2. Sonny Chiba is survived by his three children, and the last project you'll be able to see him in will be called Bond of Justice Kazuna, which hits Los Angeles theaters on October 1st of 2021. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download the full-length podcast on any of your favorite podcast networks. And as always, no such thing as a happy ending. All endings are sad, especially if the story was happy. Happy.